Freestyle Travel. Hey everybody, Kenny Flannery here. I'm the host of this Freestyle Travel show and got some stories for you that have unfolded in the last couple weeks. So I wanted to get those out while I have a chance here. Involves waking up in a yard, having no idea where I am, figuring out that I lost some stuff, trying to figure out that mystery. Some of that mystery was uh, uncovered. A lot of it was not. Um, stuff was not. I'm uh, gonna get into that whole whole thing and uh, some fun stuff too that's happened since I saw you guys last. So yeah, and uh, yeah, and then police get involved in very frightened woman things like this, all that good stuff, and uh, the fortuitous, 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 fortuitousness. The fortunate <laughs> moment that is now. I'm in a hotel room, very, very unexpectedly. Uh, so I'll get to why that's happening, but I'm using the last uh, whatever time I have uh, access to this room to record this podcast, uh, just to get it out, out there before I move on to the next thing. So yeah, I'll jump in all those stories. As always, this uh, podcast has no official sponsors, but as you know, or may not know, I have uh, links to a bunch of good gear and stuff on the hobolifestyle.com site. If you go to the gear page, and I got about a bunch of Amazon links, so part of the Amazon affiliate program. So if you get any of the stuff that I recommend, or stuff that I have, and yeah, recommend anyways, uh, I get a little chunk of that. So that's good. That's, that's about it. Um, yeah, guys, let's jump into the the stories of the past week or two and kind of unwrap what happened all right here we go so when i last recorded um what was that like uh losing track of time but we'll see two weeks ago a week ago i was south of missoula staying with someone on uh trustroots trustroots.org the couch surfing-esque website but a lot better in my opinion uh, especially now, because couch surfing doesn't really work at all anymore. Uh, anyways, that's where I was at, staying with a, a new friend there, and eventually he gave me a ride back up to Missoula, and I was able to catch up with my cousin there, uh, just for a beer on the porch. That was kind of cool, just to see her. It's been a little while. And yeah, I left her place, not knowing whether I'd stay in Missoula for another night, I kind of paused for a minute to think about things, and before it got too dark, I decided, yeah, let me keep moving up towards Flathead Lake, Glacier National Park, and all that. So I got moving on I-90, and eventually I got a ride from this one guy just uh, maybe 10 miles to get me to the 93 Junction heading north, and at that point it was dark, and I figured that would be that. Uh, So I just started walking with a campsite on my mind. Uh, pretty steep terrain though, and eventually this other guy gave me a ride, short ride, to the next town, and walked and yeah, found a spot to camp for the night just off the road, and in the morning, started walking, and a couple little rides from people, just one guy looking for cherries and stuff, and uh, yeah, just some other local guy, and yeah, then this guy picked me up, and he was just sort of on a I guess called an open-ended road trip, sort of. So, it's a Kansas guy lived in San Diego, um, some other spots uh, down near Phoenix, 
uh, who did this butlers in the the buff thing or maybe i shouldn't call out the name eh, too late whatever <laughs> he did some kind of thing where he went to bachelorette parties and just wore an apron and basically entertained uh the girls and all that stuff uh and that kind of got spearheaded by the whole covid thing and he just had other stuff on his mind he wanted to make a change so he got in touch with this guy in great falls that he knew when he was much younger and ended up moving up with in with him just a couple weeks prior and they had some kind of fallen out of some kind so basically the guy was like hey you know what i don't want to roommate anymore after they'd gone on this like river trip in missoula so he'd already been planning they'd gone on the river trip and he'd already been planning to go up to glacier national park which is when he picked me up but uh yeah it's kind of an interesting ride because of that little wrinkle because he's now wondering like oh what what now what next live out of the car get rid of the car live out of the backpack you know go back to great falls get the couple things that he needs that he left behind and and then what so that's always a uh, kind of kind of fun for me i like when people are in a transition in their life and they're already like kind of thrown out into it it's not like uh you live somewhere and you lose a girlfriend or something but you still live somewhere like he's very much in flux so that was cool we ended up spending the whole day together and then some because uh we went up in a glacier national park and stopped a whole bunch of times it's amazing up there uh i've, I've been there one time when i was very first traveling which i'll get into too um and yeah just amazing so we were jumping into these beautiful blue pools in the river and kind of drove to the end of it and then drove back and he was kind of like what what next and i'm like you're the one driving but he's like yeah whatever we're on your adventure now so i wanted to go to whitefish which was uh pretty close uh not too far maybe 30 minutes out of the park something like that so a little background on that you might have seen it on a uh, Instagram or the Hobo Lifestyle Facebook, either one. But uh, Whitefish, Montana is kind of where my whole trip began 13 years ago, August 2007. So uh, if you know my backstory, you know I was living in New York City, got got sick of it for all that stuff. You could go listen to episode one if you want to. Uh, and I decided I wanted to kind of do this whole thing, to start traveling indefinitely. And I caught a ride out to Wyoming with family. It was kind of a good way to get as far away from New York as possible. And they were already road tripping. So I spent some time with them. And then they were looping out through Montana to go back to the East Coast. And Whitefish, Montana is where uh, I officially parted ways with them. And even though I'd sort of been on the road for a month, that moment in Whitefish was when I was on the road on my own, <laughs> totally by myself me and my backpack let's go <laughs> so i'm i wanted to you know i haven't been back since to whitefish so i wanted to check it out and my mom had uh, taken a picture of me actually so i kind of like recreated that picture uh in front of the train depot downtown kind of area so if you want to look on facebook or instagram hobo lifestyle you can see that moment that uh yeah uh, the dude who gave me a ride helped me uh recreate kind of subtly and uh, he took off from there, heading back towards Great Falls, potentially. And I kind of hung around for a little bit and then decided, yeah, let's go down to Kalispell, kind of the, the bigger, bigger town, a little south. So I hitched a ride down there and started uh, just kind of checking things out. 
scoping it out. I figured maybe this will be a place where I could hang for a little bit, you know? So, um, you know, get some writing done, get some video editing done. So I found my, uh, I'm getting all to all the, <laughs> the kooky stuff here in a minute. Don't you worry. Uh, let me take a sip of coffee. Cause it begins this day. Uh, so yeah, I get into Kalispell. I scope out a, a Panera bread. Uh, I always forget how good Panera breads are. If you just want to like Wi-Fi and chill, you know, get stuff done, like get a coffee and camp out for hours, and you know, get whatever you want done, computer-wise, Wi-Fi-wise, charge-wise. Uh, it's a good spot, and I was happy to see that they were open, and yeah, just a good scene there. So I'm like, all right, this is cool. Uh, while I was there, I scoped out where all the breweries were, and then I was going to go check them all out. So that's what I did. I walked down to one called Sundrift first. They were all right. And after that, I went down to some brewery's name I can't remember. Maybe it'll come to me. But while I was there, all breweries close at 8 p.m. for the most part. So I was just going to get one beer there and go over to this Bias Brewing. Uh, and I was out on the deck kind of and there are these two girls behind me and they looked like they had a couple different kinds of beer and so I asked them I was like have you been to Bias Brewing and they had just gotten to town uh, coming from Minnesota so the one girl was like just gotten to town they've been driving all day or through the night I forget which but yeah they'd literally just gotten to town like maybe found her apartment so she was going to move there and the other girl was just uh Helped her out for the drive, enjoying it, and I think sticking around to go to Glacier and stuff. So anyways, we're starting to talk, and they actually were like, oh, we were going to go there next. And I was like, oh, yeah, me too. Um, I guess we'll find out together, perhaps. And then these other two guys overheard something about Minnesota, and they started uh, getting in there, uh, flirting up the girls a little bit and talking. And I was like, all right, well, I mentioned to the girls, I'm like, all the breweries close at 8, just so you know, and it was like 7-something. Uh, so I'm going to get moving and, uh, maybe see you over there. So I went over there and I went and sat outside to bias brewing, grabbed a beer. And then I came out to grab my second beer and I kind of noticed they were in a booth, but I was going to let them be. And then, uh, I'm in line to get my next beer and those two guys walked in and they're like, Hey, and they'd already asked me about my backpack and they were all stoked. Like, Oh, you're traveling. You're just living this way. Sweet. And they're like, let us buy you a beer. So they bought me a beer. We go back out to where I was sitting. The two girls uh, uh, noticed me at that point, noticed all of us. And within a couple minutes of going out there, they had like come out and joined us. So now the five of us are talking. And these guys were waiting on like a sushi reservation. And they invited <laughs> the three of us to come, me and the two girls. They're like, yeah, it's on us. Like it's a company thing or whatever. So we're like, yeah, let's do that. So we all went to the sushi place. A sip of coffee. Oh, went to the sushi place and um, yeah, having a generally good time. These girls are, you know, kind of tired. They're trying to ask me a little bit, and guys are trying to flirt with them a little bit. And uh, then the guys mentioned they're doing construction, and they're like, if you want to come help tomorrow, it's like real easy, and you can make. I forget they told me how much, but like a decent amount per hour. And I'm like, yeah, that'd just be fun. And plus, they're like, you can come, like, stay with us. So I'm like, sweet. I'll have a place to stay, a uh, shower, presumably, um, and make a little bit of money and whatever. You know, have a little story. 
whatever the construction was. I'm sure I probably hadn't done it before, so that'd be something new. I was in, so I, I left with those guys, went back to their place. Um, we They, like, overordered sake, like, <laughs> ordered a bunch of it by mistake, so, like, we had some to go, and I'd already drank a bunch of sake. Not too much beer at that point. I think I'd had three or four, four or five beers, so... And all that, and all that sake. And yeah, we get to their place, and it's, I think it's one of their places, and then there's this other guy and this girl there, and then they go out and they get some booze or something, and they come back, and kind of talking to all of them, and having a good time, and out on the balcony, and then at this point, I'm basically drinking the sake, because I don't even really care about it, uh, and I'm basically drinking it like beer, which is uh, not the best idea. <laughs> I'm not a big sake drinker, uh, not because I don't like it, just because, well, when the hell do you get sake that often? So, yeah, I'm drinking it like beer, even though it's whatever percent. And that's the last thing I remember, is being out on the balcony, just having a good time with the one dude who definitely lived there, and talking about travel and this and that, and that's it. Next thing I... No, it's the next morning, and I'm in the corner of a yard, camped out, not in my bivy, but with my sleeping bag, essentially, on, so I'm just on the ground with that, in the corner of someone's yard behind a tree, so a chain-link fence, you know, like a chest-high chain-link fence, uh, denoting the corner of their yard with a tree sort of blocking me from the house a little bit. And I'm like, huh. <laughs> okay. So I kind of opened my eyes and then I like went back to sleep for like 45 minutes. And it's feeling pretty early, six, seven. And I'm like, all right. After the little 45 minute nap, after realizing, or, you know, not realizing where I was, so I was like, all right, let me uh, pack up and go here. Because <laughs> I'm like, I don't know. Part of me was like, let me wait around. Cause so I got a couple ideas at this point. I'm like, there were like four of them and one of me. And maybe we went over to their, you know, someone else's they knew and decided to party there. And there's no room in the house and camp in the yard kind of thing. Or, or maybe I got kicked out or maybe they went to sleep and I just decided, I wanted to leave for some point. I don't know. Those were like probably the, the three ideas that I had of why I wound up there. So I'm like, I'm just going to pack up and, and leave because <laughs> it was still early ish, you know, before seven or eight, another sip of coffee. So I'm like, yeah, just in case some, something's weird, I'm just going to leave and be done with it. And, move on to the next thing in my travels really so that's what I did I packed up my stuff pretty quick and I walked through the backyard through a, a gate and uh, out onto the residential roads looked at a map and kind of saw that I was maybe a couple hundred yards from their apartment across a field sort of but now I'm going through actual roads and I'm almost to the road, and I was going to film something just to look. I'm trying to do more for the Hobo Lifestyle YouTube channel, so I was I went into my bag to pull out a microphone just to, 
just to film the moment real quick and explain what I just said here. And I should have turned that air conditioner off just now. Oh, well. Deal with a little noise on this. Uh, so, yeah, that's when I realized my little gray bag with electronics was not in my backpack. And I'm like, ah, crap. Yes, I'm turning around. So I turn back around. I go to that backyard. I open up the gate. I go to that tree spot. And I'm looking all around. And I don't see it. Looking all over the yard. I don't see it. And now I'm sitting by the tree. And I'm thinking like, all right, well, this has got to be in this house or back at the apartment. I mean, regardless of what happened <laughs> between there and here, those are the two main likely spots. So I go to the back door the sliding door and it's open well i mean yeah the main glass door is open and a screen doors shut and i'm kind of just peeking inside like seeing if i see my bag or some kind of evidence of something um not seeing it and then i'm kind of knocking you know hello <laughs> i'm waiting and i see a little uh, notepad on the island in the kitchen, the countertop. So I'm like, all right, screw it. So I slide open the door. I walk in. I kind of look around a little bit more just to see if my bag or something is there. Not seeing it. Um, quickly go over to the yellow post-it notepad, and I write a note like, uh, thanks. <laughs> I think I left my gray bag with some electronics. Let me know if you see it. Um, Kenny and I put my phone number on there and I wrote it I actually wrote the note twice because I figured I would uh, go over to the apartment building and leave the same note so I leave that note there leave close the door out the gate uh, down the street uh, hit the main road walk down the main road take a left into the apartment complex and I can't remember exactly which apartment it was I had a pretty good idea because there was a balcony I knew it was either on the second or third floor, and I was pretty I was pretty sure it was one of four apartments, and uh, I went for the one I was most certain it would be. Knocked on the door, no answer, but I had that post-it note at the ready. Stuck that on the door, and uh, yeah, went downstairs. And I have um, Google location history on my phone, so let me take another sip here. So I go out into the field, and uh, this bag of electronics, you know, like, luckily, like, the more I thought about it, like, the less essential stuff was in there, like, but still, like, some stuff I really wanted to have, like, probably the biggest thing, the most expensive and most, like, irreplaceable thing in a way, which is still not too bad, like, it's worked out all right, um, was a little hard drive, um, cost over a hundred bucks and had all the hopping footage, you know, the show backpacking beer adventure. I did uh, hopping and had all that footage on there, but I mean, that footage is backed up with Nick in New York and Gary in LA and a lot of it's on the cloud. So it's like, it's not a loss. It's just a, a major inconvenience. And there are a couple other irreplaceable files, but nothing, nothing sentimental or anything. Just a little like, you know, little things that I'd done uh, as far as I can remember so that was one of the big ones uh, and then there's just like cables and chargers and one little uh, lav mic uh, definitely stuff that sucks but like 
my laptop was still in my bag and my phone was still in my pocket and my camera I still had and uh, this microphone for the podcast, like a lot of other important stuff. Um, I'll get to some other theories here. Uh, so anyways, I start, I look at my location history on Google Maps, uh, which just sort of leaves breadcrumbs, and they're not precise, it just leaves them all the time, and for times like this, it's pretty good, but I wish they were more precise, so I'm walking through the field, and I'm trying to, like, figure out what the hell happened, again, I don't know how I wound up in that yard, whether we drove over there, or whether, yeah, I got, uh, booted out, or decided to leave on my own, and it was just the closest place to camp, and then I'm walking over there towards the woods, and I'm seeing, like, some decent places where I would have camped, so it's not making sense that I wound up in this yard at all, uh, and, oh, oh, very important plot point, I don't know why I skipped over this, uh, before I, alright, so after I left the note in the house, and between then and when I walk to the apartment on the main road, my phone rings. Montana number. Can't believe I forgot this. <laughs> Alright, so yeah. Um, and I pick up the phone, obviously, because I'm hoping it was who it was, but who it was is not helpful. In fact, she was scared. So it's the woman who owns the house where I left the note, whose yard I was sleeping in. She's like, hi, is this Kenny? And just nervous as all hell, like, and and she's like, "Were you?" I'm like, uh, "Did you find my gray bag of stuff?" And she's like, "Were you in my house?" And I was like, "Yeah, I left the note. Do you remember me from last night?" Just hoping that she does, but no, 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 no. Uh, she does not remember me or know me and she's like I'm gonna call the police like how did you get in my house can you describe it like I'm like uh <laughs> describe it I'm like and I started to stutter because I'm like how do you describe a house I don't know I'm like it's uh like you had a back deck kind of thing went through the screen door and then I start to like I'm it's pretty clear that my theory of that was some place where we partied last night and I had permission to sleep in the yard is uh, debunked. So clearly I would wound up there somehow. And how I chose that backyard is unbelievable. I, I, it just makes no sense. This is the last place you would want to stealth camp in someone's fenced in yard with all these other wooded areas. I don't know. It's uh, extremely perplexing. Uh, so now I'm like, I've already like stuttered when she asked to describe the house. So now I'm just like, and I realize that, you know, what sort of happened, uh, at least from her perspective. So now I'm trying to like explain myself and apologize and put her at ease. And then I realize she's just hung up on me. It's like, ah, fuck. So yeah, that's when I went over to the apartment and I left the note there. And then use my location history to go into the field and start looking around and uh, figure out how I might have wound up at her place. Also being careful not to get too close to her place, because, you know, she's now proven that (laughs) I shouldn't have been there. Um, In the middle of this field, my phone rings again. Anonymous this time. But I'm like, whatever. I'm picking this up. Hopefully it's the guys at the apartment uh, and they found the stuff or something. Uh, no, it's a deputy. <laughs> it's a, a Kalispell deputy. And he's like, hey, we're at this woman's place and found this note. You want to tell me what happened? And uh, 
you know, I, I tell them that like, yeah, it was, um, at a couple different houses and I thought that was the right one. And I left the note and like, didn't mean to, I could tell she was scared, but like, uh, yeah, total misunderstanding, blah, 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 playing it pretty cool. And they're like, uh, we'd love to just like come talk to you in person just to make sure everything is above board. Where are you? And I didn't want to be like creeping around in the field behind her house. (laughs) So I was like, I'm close to Walmart, uh, which was like the closest thing I knew of that I could get to. And I'm like, I'm probably like 30 minutes away. I can meet you there. And he's like, all right. So I start heading that way. And I was probably a little bit further than 30 minutes, but he starts calling me back like at 10 minutes. And, oh, and he also asked like, like, what are you wearing? And I debated just being like, eh, I don't know, don't know. <laughs> but I was, I told him straight up what I was wearing, like a blue shirt and uh, khaki colored shorts. And I'll take another sip of coffee. Apologize if that air conditioner is bugging you. Probably not, but I'm an audio nerd. It's bugging me. Um, I think I, I don't have much longer in this room, but I should be fine. Anyway, so... Yeah, so he blows up my phone like two or three more times in the next 10 minutes, and I just don't pick up because I'm sort of just hoping that this goes away. <laughs> I'd rather not talk to him. And he leaves me a voicemail, and he's just like, hey, let it re- reiterates what he said, and like, here's my number, and he's like, let's just like meet up as quick as we can so we don't have to hunt you down. I'm like, oh, I don't like that hunt you down language. <laughs> That's not fun so I start like copy pasting the number from the transcribed voicemail and he calls again and I pick up and I told him that just to put him at ease I was like oh I was just copy pasting your number I was calling you back and he's like so where are you I was like oh Walmart's a little further than I thought (coughs) I'm on this little side road I described where I was I'm like I'm near some you know car dealership or whatever and he's like all right I'm I'm coming there I'm like sweet I'll see you see you in a minute I pulled out my passport from my backpack just it's just a trick I've always used, hitchhiking, dealing with police. I feel like passport just had some legitimacy. So he rolls up, and I wave, and uh, he pulls into a parking lot. I catch up with him there. He asks me what happened. I give him my passport, and there's, like, a backup cop, and he's there. And uh, I already had, like, this story in my head because I didn't know what happened. <laughs> so I'm like, that's not going to fly. <coughs> but uh, I didn't want to say I was sleeping in the her backyard either or just add complications so I just told him what I originally thought might have happened I was like yeah I was with these guys I met him at the sushi spot blah 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 brewery and uh drinking and I'm traveling and uh we were going out to a few different people's houses and I thought her house was one of one of the houses I'm looking for this gray bag of electronics and they're like okay and they kind of like asked me some you know pretty pretty smart questions or whatever just trying to like where did you wake up and stuff like this like trying to kind of poke holes in it but we're pretty casual I mean we're all along the lines of like luckily like yeah this one clearly this is probably a misunderstanding and this woman is just afraid and slightly overreacting but in a way no because there's someone in her house but clearly my note was like I'm looking for my bag of stuff not I stole all your stuff and she wasn't missing anything or whatever. So I luckily just smiled my way through it and, uh, and they let me go and they're like, all right, yeah, just so you know, like in Montana, people can like shoot you if they want to on their property and it's like all good. Like, all right, good to know. (laughs) 
not going back to her house. She clearly doesn't have my stuff. Um, and just uh, moved on. So then I walked down uh, down the road to that Panera Bread, my little headquarters <laughs> in Kalispell. And I uh, really just sort of analyzed. <coughs> Pardon me. It's coffee. One more sip. Analyze my uh, location history a little bit more. Just trying to figure it out. Just trying to figure out what the hell happened, like between midnight and one o'clock, and me winding up at her place somewhere between one and two. From what I could tell, no reason why I left the apartment, and I wasn't on the road. It, it looked like I'd gone through the field, and when I walked through that field, there's like a, a dirt part to his construction. I saw my own footprints, so I'm like, I was here <laughs> last night. So it's it yeah, it's not clear why I left the apartment. But it's clear I went through this whole field construction foresty area, but my footprints died off at a certain point. So why I made it through all this pretty hidden wooded spot and got to her place, why my bag was gone, uh, also perplexing. Because that bag, like, it was, it's not something that hangs off my backpack. It's, like, in my bag. And so I'm like, could I have taken my fleece out and somehow that fell out somewhere like was it cold but it's not that cold and I would have had a hardcore liquid sweater um my other theory was maybe I uh maybe I did try to set up camp somewhere else and then got spooked which happens sometimes and packed up and left and left that behind or I was thinking like most likely I left it at this dude's place and then later I came up with another theory that I just left it at a, either the first brewery that I went to or when I was in this park staking out stealth camping earlier, maybe I had uh, taken it out there and forgotten it long before I started drinking or met these guys at all. All these ideas in my head, I'm basically just like hoping that this note comes through, but instead I walk all the way back to that field again like an hour away from where I was. And I'm just walking through, and I'm a little bit paranoid that, you know, now that the police got involved, and now this woman's probably on high alert. I'm creeping in the woods behind her house. That's some red flags, so, but I do. <laughs> I go try to retrace any potential steps, looking everywhere. I go back up to the apartment. I see my note's still there, so they haven't gotten it. And, uh, yeah, finally I just let the day slip away. I go back to this one stealth campy park that I had scoped out before and uh, ended up crashing there for the night. In the morning, I remember that like I had taken some stuff out somewhere in the park and I walked over there where I thought I'd taken it out and couldn't find it there. And so it's another thought. Maybe I did take it out there and somebody grabbed it. I don't know. And again, more Panera breading, more thinking, contemplating. And... I hadn't heard from the the guys at all, so I'm like, if they haven't called now, then they're not going to call, or that was the wrong apartment that I left the note on, so I'm like, you know what, screw it, I'm here, I'm going to go, I'm going to go back again and look in all the places, so I went, I looked everywhere in that field, everywhere in those woods, pretty much, I went back to the woman's house from the other side of the fence, I didn't go into her yard, but I'm like, peeking all through her yard, maybe I had like set up in a different spot of her yard, and again, none of this is making sense. And then I go back to the apartment just for kicks and I knock on the door and 
dudes there. Not one of the two original dudes, but like a third dude who'd been there. And he's on the phone. He recognized me, but he lets me write in. He's on one of those like he's on with a company or insurance or something, some sort of official call. But he lets me in without a without a thought. And while he's on the phone, I'm kind of poking around, looking around. I look in the bathroom. I'm peeking my head in some bedrooms. I don't want to go in there because I still haven't said like hey, hi to this guy really yet. Finally, he gets off the phone, and uh, <coughs> I ask him, what the hell happened the other night? First of all, I'm like, have you seen the bag? He's like, we looked for the bag. We couldn't find it. I'm like, what happened the other night? Do you remember? Like, uh, do you remember me leaving, or did we all leave? Or He's like, oh, you and Ryan were talking shit to each other. And uh, he's like, I just went to my room. And I'm like, what do you mean talking shit? Like, arguing? He's like, yeah, kind of, and... Uh, both of you were just going back and forth, and, uh, eventually he kicked you out. I'm like, oh, okay. Uh, and he's like, well, but we had a ton of fun. It was a good time, but just what happens when people get drunk? I'm like, oh, okay. Um, shit. I'm like, well, tell those guys I apologize. I don't remember any of that. I don't know if they do either. Uh, sounds like they, they might. Um, but yeah, no sign in the bag, but at least that part of the mystery was solved <laughs> so I'm like alright well yeah just re- relay to them that I had a great time and uh, don't know what happened uh, probably just joking around and stuff got taken too seriously or something who knows who knows but uh, yeah no sign of the bag there and but at least I had that piece of information so clearly what happened was they uh, asked me to leave around whatever time 1231 and I must have been like, all right, I need to camp somewhere. So, again, I searched that field and searched that field and construction area and woods and just thought about how I might have thought, like, all right, I must have left and gone this way. And... But no, I could not find that stuff. Couldn't find it. Such a bummer. Such a bummer. So, yeah, I spent a while searching for it anyways. And then eventually I went back to Panera and... <laughs> thought about what to do next and I'm like all right well a couple of things had to replace so I got a couple of things going to Spokane Washington um and like I said I was just like you know shocked at like what I lost and what I didn't lose like all of my really important stuff is still here and stuff that could have fallen out of my bag so much easier like my little tablet laptop and um yeah like, I still have the charger. Like, stuff that was normally... That was the weird thing, too. Stuff that was normally in that gray bag was not. Like, like one of my microphones was loose in my bag, so I still had that. I didn't lose that. The charger uh, to my phone and laptop is one and the same. I still had that, which was, you know, pretty important. Uh, not an expensive thing, but, you know, kind of, kind of important. <laughs> and, yeah, so I was like upset and confused a little bit more confused than upset but just like also pretty grateful that some of the most important stuff that I have was still intact really just that hard drive kind of a bummer and a controller uh, a couple other little cables odds and ends nothing nothing major but uh yeah mysterious still mysterious I don't know why in the world I wound up in that backyard Regardless if I, I lost uh, the stuff earlier in the day 
or in the scramble between the apartment and that backyard. Like, it just makes no sense. It's not my style. It shouldn't be anybody's style. Like, it's just, it was not a good place to be. Like, it was not overly hidden. (laughs) I'm on someone's property directly, so it's not even like I'm in a public park and slightly exposed, and if someone found me, they'd just be like, oh, you shouldn't be here. No, like... It makes no sense. It would have made more sense if it was, like, in the middle of San Diego or something. Or, I don't know, like, in the middle of a city where there's just no options. And I was just drunk and tired and just like, all right, well, I'll sleep in this yard and get up before it's light. No, because there are options. I don't know. It's very, very confusing. Who knows what happened? That's what happens when you chug sake, though. Freaking sake. So, anyways, <laughs> uh, brighten this whole thing up. Welcome to my mystery. I'm still holding out hope. I don't know why. I don't know what could possibly happen now. Either those guys would somehow find it, or that woman would find it somewhere in her yard, and like just even though she was freaked out, be like, "Hey, well, it is the dude stuff." Call him, or uh, or someone will find the bag and they'll go through the hard drive and they'll see all the hopping footage and maybe some other like identifiable stuff maybe and contact me in a, a day, a week, or a month. I have no idea, but whatever. I'm I'm over it. I'm moving on. And that's what I was thinking while I was sitting in, uh, once again, Panera Bread yesterday. After all that, I was like, all right, let's move on. Uh, I did order some stuff, and I figured Spokane would be a place where I could be in the next few days or next week by stuff time stuff could arrive. And uh, before I picked up and left, I got a message uh, from someone I'd met eight or nine years ago who picked me up hitchhiking in Nebraska. So, like, like I mentioned, that Whitefish thing that I posted on Instagram, uh, he was in Whitefish with his wife, who I also met. So, and he's like, hey, we're here till tomorrow if you want to come drink some beers, hang out, maybe do some kayak. And I'm like, what? They're just, like, on a little vacation, you know? So, yeah, like, eight, nine years ago, something like that, I was just hitchhiking west, and he picked me up and uh, offered to let me stay for the night and did that, met his family. Super cool. Guy there in Lincoln, Nebraska, cool couple, uh, cool kids, cool everything, cool dogs. <laughs> and then somewhere in the next year or something, I uh, was passing through and stayed with them again. But yeah, it's, it was like 2012. Kind of been in touch on social media loosely. And uh, yeah, I'm like, yeah, dude, you know, I'll hitch back up to Whitefish. That's awesome. So that's what I did because Whitefish isn't far from Kalispell. It's like less than half an hour. So I hitched a ride up here yesterday. Uh, caught up with him, grabbed a few beers, some lunch, went back to their hotel room, which is right on the river. They have access to all these kayaks, so we floated up the river to the lake, had a great old time, caught up on what's been going on in both of our lives, you know, since then, and, uh, they had a a fold-out couch, which I'm sitting on now, in the room, so, like, you can crash here. I got a shower, which is the first shower in a few days or so, that was good, and they split at like six in the morning and they're like yeah i don't think checkout's till 11 so um will chill get some coffee in the lobby so that's what i'm doing i'm chilling i'm drinking a coffee the, the clock says 10:55. how well did i nail this podcast because i think i'm gonna wrap it up here in the next few minutes so i'm not even gonna get kicked out of here <laughs> so yeah now i'm just uh looking at what route i'm gonna go to spokane via and that's that. Holy crap. Yeah, just so mysterious with the stuff, though. 
Ah, uh, yeah, it sucks to lose the stuff, but it's also the uh, mystery of how I got lost and how I wound up in that backyard. That may never get solved. <sighs> but, uh, yeah, sake's okay. <laughs> I just uh, probably won't chug it like beer again. It's uh, not the best move. That's the lesson of this podcast. Don't chug sake like beer. Unless you're not worried about losing shit. I don't know. Then maybe it's fine. Then then chug sake. Go for it. Uh, mixed messages. All right, let me go to the, go to the outro here, and then uh, we'll move on. All right, so that's the uh, the unfoldings, the funness, the uh, Glacier National Park, happy days, the drunken sake mystery of my stuff. I don't really lose stuff that often. <laughs> So, it is perplexing when it happens in this manner. And, uh, yeah, the serendipitous of seeing an old friend, basically. I mean, how cool is that? How cool is that? I love that. That's happening uh, more and more. People, like, see me post about where I'm at on Instagram or somewhere else, and uh, we cross paths. Someone just hit me up the other day about being in uh, Washington State, uh, somewhere, Wenatchee or something like that. So, yeah, I love that. So, any of you guys out there, if you want to catch up, meet up, whether we're meeting or not, I try to, I try to like, post where I'm at sometimes, just in case that kind of thing happens. Or even if someone's like, oh, even if you're not where I'm at, if you could, uh, if you know a cool brewery or place to camp or whatever, you can always hit me up. I'm into that kind of thing. So, yeah, I'm going to pack up here and see what happens next but on to idaho on to washington on to somewhere happy days all right you guys thanks for listening good times as always and i will see you down the road